to My Turn Podcast, a games podcast hosted by extra competitive siblings. My name's Jem and I'm joined by my littlest sibling, Erin. Hi, how are we all doing? Even though I know you can't talk back to me, but I'm just going to pretend you're all good. How are you, sister? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm okay and I hope the audience are okay too. Um, I think last week when we met up to do our podcast, the sun was shining the temperatures were lovely. It was, and since yeah. then, we've had a storm again. <laughs> we've had rain. Yep. It is definitely a drip, drip, drop, little April showers time. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, I've got a tiny little crack in the clouds where I can see some blue sky, but either side of that, it is just, you know, typical uh, English weather where it's grey, boring and depressing. Yeah, and then you get like a weird sort of half an hour of blazing sunshine and a full sense of security, <laughs> yeah. and then the, the rain comes back just to um, just to make you feel shit about yourself again. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or or it comes with a vengeance, and you get the hailstones, and you know that's oh, always yeah. exciting, isn't it? <laughs> we have had some crazy hailstones. Anyway, we are so British uh, mm -hmm. talking about the weather at the top of the pod there. Uh, but this is a gaming podcast and we are back to talking about some games today, Erin. <laughs> we are. What kind of games are we going to be discussing today? I think we're going to be talking about uh, some Lego related games, aren't we? Lego games! Lego games! Yay! Yay! Um, so, uh, as gamers among you probably know, the latest Lego video game has been released this week. Uh, it was released on the 5th of April, um, and it is the first Lego game that they've released, that TT Games have released in about... Um... Six years, wasn't oh, actually, it? actually, is it even TT Games? Yes, it is. It is still TT Games. <laughs> I've got my facts wrong there. We did research, um, yes! <laughs> yeah, I did. I did do research, but also I've. We'll come to this, but I've played almost all of these games, so oh <laughs> it's it's a good opportunity Could... to talk about them. Yeah, but yeah, I think this is the first Star Wars uh, Lego game in six years. So it's quite a big deal because they were churning them out very frequently for a yeah. while. Yeah, um, and it's the first game that they've released in a yeah. while from this uh, licensed. Uh, Lego game universe so I am excited to get stuck into it 100%. when I have a bit of time. Do you think though like the Lego games are basically like the gaming equivalent of the Fast and Furious franchise where there's about 250 <laughs> of them and they just never seem to end? <laughs> um, I, I've only seen one Fast and Furious. I am aware that there's lots of them but uh, the first one didn't um, enthrall me enough for me to go back for any more do you know what i've not even seen one I, i'm just aware that there's about 15 no idea um, you, <laughs> maybe you might be right um the ones we're going to discuss today though are specifically the ones produced under license so we're not mm -hmm. going to be talking about the lego lego games we're going to be talking about where lego uh, have worked i think predominantly with warner brothers um because i think uh tt is owned by warner brothers or something i should have probably looked that up uh um well i mean their publisher is warner brothers is acquired by warner brothers that's oh, okay. right yeah i know i thought there was some there was some so basically with the acquisition of um tt games um that means that all of the warner brothers licensed stuff is kind of up for grabs so that's why so many different franchises have come 
through this sort of Lego lens, and there many of them are wonderful, but there aren't that many of the sort of movie franchise crossover games, but there are absolutely billions of just Lego Lego games um, yeah. and Lego movie games, yeah. which are, we're not going to touch on. We're just going to talk about the licensed stuff yeah. uh, for today. Mm. Yeah. All right, so, so which, which one are you going to be talking about then today, Gem? I'm going to talk about most of them because I've played almost all of them. <laughs> are you not going to highlight one specifically? It's just going to be a broad umbrella. No, nah, I'm just going to do, yeah, I'm going to do a broad chat. Oh, gonna, okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah, hell to the hell yeah. I might go through them chronologically. And you've you've just finished um, Lego Harry Potter, well, is that correct? It's very close um, to finishing part of the Lego Harry Potter one, yeah. Are you playing one to four or are you... One to four, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So I've played that as well. Yeah. Um, and then I've also pl- had the experience of playing a bit of Lego Star Wars and um, uh, Lego Indiana Jones as well. So I- I've dabbled <gasps> in a Lego few. No, sorry. No, I'm so wrong. Not Lego Indiana Jones. I'm so sorry. Jurassic Park. Oh, I was going to get excited because <laughs> that's one of my favourites. I know. But I tell you what, things. let's go, go through um, the sort of chronology of these games then. Okay. Um, so obviously there's been Lego games for a really, really long time. Mm. Um, but the licensed ones really kicked off with uh, 2005's Lego Star Wars, the video game. Really um, inventive title there. <laughs> um, and then it was shortly after this, I believe, that the Warner Brothers acquisition happened, if I've got my timeline right. Yeah. And the success of that first game and the sort of interest that was peaked with that meant that then shortly after this came uh, Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy, which was my introduction to these. Mm. Uh, licensed Lego games. Do you remember which Star Wars game you played? Because there's been quite a few. Um, I don't actually, because it's going back quite a long time ago. I think I might have even been um, at university. When was it released? Uh, So the one that you probably would have been aware of was uh, Lego Star Wars, the original trilogy. Yeah. So... That was a follow-up to Lego Star Wars, the video game, um, which was on Game Boy Advance, GameCube, PlayStation 2, and Xbox. Oh, no. I I think I played this one, actually, on the Mac. It it wouldn't have been on Mac. No, so it wouldn't have been this one. It would have been one, um, the original trilogy ones, yeah. Yeah, so the original trilogy is obviously um, episodes one, two, and three. Yeah. So that was quite fun. Yeah. Uh, you were, you get to go back to the crap games, but um, the crap films, sorry. The crap in a really game. funny game. <laughs> the crap films um, in a really fun game. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was, that was quite interesting. They did. That. I'm going to say something and a bit controversial, this... actually. I don't think the new ones are very good either. Oh, I actually prefer we'll get to that. one, two, and three to the new ones. I thought they were awful. What? They're so bad. Oh no, I would never go that They're far. They're so bad. I love. What? Even the Force Awakens? Is that the first one of the um, three? Of the new ones? Yeah, yeah. like five people bro- blow up the super mega Death Star. It's like, well, that's really well defended, isn't it? Like an entire army of Death Star that's like hundred times bigger than Death Star, like. A rogue bunch of bandits managed to blow it up. Oh my god! It's like, oh right, oh my god. And also the way they cut every bloody scene. It's like, here's a scene. Here's a scene. Here's a character. Here's a scene. Here's another scene. Here's another scene. Here's a character. Here's something happening. It's just like, oh god. I think it almost gave me epilepsy watching that. <laughs> 
your opinions have been noted. <laughs> I really enjoyed <laughs> Bring back Georgia. The other two... The other two have good bits and bad bits, yeah. I'd say. I still need to watch uh, the last one. Awakens, I really anyway, we digress. Let's go back to We our... have digressed massively <laughs> from... We're not reviewing the Star Wars films I here. wish we were. <laughs> we are talking about the games. Um, so the 2006 original trilogy mm-hmm. was followed quite quickly by the release of 2007's Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. Oh! <laughs> so that, I also got that. So I had both. Um, and the complete saga obviously joined up the uh, episodes four, five, and six as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were great, and that was great playing with your classic characters. Yeah, getting a bit of a bit of a uh, Han Solo and Prince, Princess Leia and Chewie. Ah, just really enjoyed the myself. best bit of Star really Wars. Enjoyed myself. Oh, bless. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yeah, so did you? So you didn't play that one, you don't I, think? I have a you feeling it would have been. Yeah, it would have three. been one to three. I have a feeling mm. it was. That's the one with um, oh, Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan Kenobi, isn't it? The red. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, not the red, and the blue and green funny. lightsabers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it is really funny, and I think that's something that I'd like to touch on with these games is that what, they are. They what? Their humor. Yeah, their humour, mm. exactly. And I think that's something that makes the games really endearing and successful mm. and also appeal to children and adults. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they are, I mean, by their nature, they're child-friendly games. Yeah. Um, and they sort of have to be. Yeah. But there is so much joy to be had if you're a grown-up and those sort of levels of um, joke writing. Yeah. And I, I think certainly in some of the later games, it got very like the way a Pixar script has subtle sort oh, of right. euphemistic... Um, uh, things that just like fly above things. your kid's head. But yeah. you're like, oh, that might yeah, be slightly exactly. sexual. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. nothing too saucy, but... Um, if you're an adult, you get a certain joy from it. And if you're a child, it's just funny. It's just you're none the wiser. Yeah, you're just um, like, oh, yeah, yeah pretty I, colours and lasers. <laughs> yeah, and I think they, they hit that really well. Yeah. And that's partly, I think, what has made these games very enjoyable mm. for adults and children. You can play it as a family. Mm-hmm. Um and also it's given fans of the various franchises that they've covered another way of engaging with that IP. Yeah. Like you might like Star Wars a lot, but you might like like the games more. Yeah. Um certainly for me with those first three films. I rewatched them last year. Did actually. you? Are they still rubbish? I oh they're just terrible. Do you know they're what? worse than I, I remember actually. The one I don't actually worse than I remember. I don't mind the last one. Um the third one. I actually quite like that oh, one. The when other you two a bit. Watch it though. If you watch it now, oh, I d- no. no, I still think I'd like. I'd quite like that one. Really? Yeah, but I must admit, my favourite ever Star Wars film is actually Rogue One. I thought that was really, really well done. Oh, have you seen that? I really like it. Yeah. Did I you not like it? I like the end. Oh. I thought the end was amazing, but it just took so long to get to that oh, point. So good. Found it a little bit too earnest for my really? liking. Bit... And I love how the battle was actually like a proper battle. It wasn't just like here's something. Oh, cut away to yeah. characters. There was actually, you know, some real, like, amazing action. 
Just, oh, yeah, it was some good really Jeopardy. But that's what I mean. The end was brilliant, yeah. I thought. And um, obviously your final moment of the Darth Vader reveal was yeah. quite like, Ooh. Yeah. But um, I, I didn't I didn't love it. I didn't think the team-up element of that film works for me. Mm. Um, I didn't really like certain characters. Like I didn't really understand the point of Forrest Whitaker's character. Yeah. and. Yeah, it wasn't for me, but I know that is, again, like I'm being controversial because everyone's like, oh, Rogue One's amazing. He's the best ever. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Well, here's the thing, Jen. You can have opinions even if they are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, my favourite is still Empire. Like, that's just the best. Uh, I don't think I have a favourite of the original. Like, they're just great to watch one after the other, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's just a really, really good trilogy, and none, nothing really else of Star Wars has really trumped that in terms of the trilogies. I just, yeah, I think the, yeah, the great, two other great. trilogies. There's are something for everyone. Um, um, anyway, we've digressed yeah, sorry. again. Well, obviously, if we're going to talk about <laughs> Star Wars, then you know the films are the <laughs> iconic thing. But yeah, so what what yeah. came after the Star Wars um, Lego? Lego Star Wars. Well, games. after the complete saga mm. of Lego Star Wars in 2008, this is what I, I mentioned at the top. Mm. They were like churning them out almost one a year. Yeah. And for a little while, TT Games was like my favourite game. Like, games <laughs> you were just, just rinsing like, oh, every when, Star Wars game. When is there a new TT game? Games yeah. game? And they were great for the DS. I'm sorry, every Lego game. Just sort of, yeah, every Lego game. I bought all of them. Um <laughs> So the next one that, that followed that was Indiana Jones, The Original Adventure. So I've heard really, really good things about this game and I've it, not it, played amazing. it yet. Uh, but like Beth raves about it. I know you're a big fan of it as well. Yeah, I think I enjoyed in the Indiana Jones game more than the Star Wars game. Really? Um, yeah, I think so. I think that they, what they introduced with these Lego, Lego games mm. is not only sort of playful characters and playful interpretations on the characters' personalities, but they also introduced really fun mechanics. Mm. And if you had a DS like I did, um, one of the things that you do with Indiana Jones is uh, you inflate rafts. And with the DS, you actually blew on it to inflate around. Oh, really? <laughs> so That's really clever, actually. Went, what a great mechanic. <laughs> yeah, it's just so funny. <laughs> um, and obviously the, the DS had that little touchscreen yeah. thing, didn't it? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's so long ago since I had a DS because I sold it many years God, ago. I've never even owned I one. I used to love it because mm. I travelled a lot. Um, and it's great, as I say, those games, you could dip in and out of them. They're so funny. But I just found the actual mechanics that they introduced for mm. Indiana Jones and some of the ways that he traversed those well-known scenes in the films um, really, really fun, mm -hmm. really, really playful and inventive. Um, I love that. So I, I really enjoyed that, that game yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so I recommend you should play I, it. I yeah, I mean, I I would like to give it a go. Now, the thing is, my my feelings towards the Lego games are probably quite different from yours. Um, in that I've not really ha had a game yet so far, and we'll talk about this later, but I've not really played one that I felt I want to complete um, uh, as such okay. yet. And, and there are reasons, but we'll, we'll come to that later when we um, discuss the Harry Potter ones. But yeah, anyway, carry on then. Yeah. No, so uh, after Indiana Jones, mm -hmm. there was uh, Lego Batman, the video game. I think they both came out in 2008, mm. uh, which I, I am a huge Batman fan. Batman's my favourite superhero. Mm. 
almost all the comics, well, not all, but, you know, a lot of the comics. Um, so I was very excited by this. And again, it was brilliant. Yeah. I think that what they did really well with this is all the villains yeah. had, and the Batman villains are the best superhero villains. Didn't they, they made an actual Lego End film of, of this as well, didn't they? There's yeah, a Lego they made Batman, Batman I think movie, I've watched yeah. it and like t- similar kind of thing, like the humor in it is, is very much akin to... Um, what you've described before and the very first uh, Lego movie is just like, oh, it's pure joy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think what they've done really well with the games and then the movies that then obviously caught a lot of adult attention yeah. <laughs> later on is that they've kept it all feeling like part of the same universe mm. the humor similar between the games and the films yeah. and obviously they're not made by exactly the same people there's yeah. obviously still Warner Brothers involved but um they are They're paying homage you know, to it aren't they yeah, yeah and it's not the same writers but I feel like they know their identity as a Lego franchise when it comes to sort of writing scripts for these characters they've got this identity which is very playful mm. it's a little bit camp and silly and i love that and i think the batman the batman stuff was brilliant there was some just really funny little cut scenes with the with the villains and again like really fun inventive gameplay in that as well um so i played all of those mm. um i also played the second indiana jones game which i think had temple of doom in it okay um, was that yeah, still I absolutely love the Indiana Jones still loads of fun yeah. really really fun just um, just out of curiosity so obviously each game is like a, a different um film but like is there like like you said with the Indiana Jones one was there new um like what's the word for it like new dynamic controls that were introduced or new new ways of playing it that made it different or is it just a bit of a cookie cutter approach oh it's just this game but now with this film and this storyline Every game, depending on the the IP that they were using, tried used something unique to some of those characters. Mm-hmm. So the Batman one, um, like if you were playing Catwoman, you did a lot of stuff with your lasso, um, if I remember rightly. And Batman had like a really cool grapple. I think it was a grapple hook. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I haven't played this game since 2008. Yeah. So I'm trying yeah. to remember. I, the, and the Batman game wasn't based on a film. It was just um, its own sort of narrative yeah. within i think it was its own narrative yeah oh, okay um, within the batman universe but picking up on some of the film tropes yeah so it wasn't the same as the film in the way that the star wars ones kind of go through chronologically yeah. um if i'm again <laughs> if, if you remember serves. correctly um but yeah like every game has its own thing so the one that came after that was uh 2010's lego harry potter years one to four which obviously uses magic (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, and that you know the way that it uses magic wasn't the same um i can imagine it would be very similar to using the force in one of the uh, um in the star wars ones wasn't it because a lot of yeah probably a lot of the i think on the ds you had to like do figure of eights and zigzags and like i think on the touchpad it was really interactive there was actually different spells had different actions on the touchpad so i don't know how it would be playing it on something without a touchpad because that's how i played them yeah I mean, on the Switch, the Lego Harry Potter one is just a case of you select a spell and use it. I mean, a lot of it is just Wimgardium Leviosa and just like casting a spell and something will form out of it. Um, Yeah, I feel like when I played on the DS, there were certain things where you had to sort of trace an outline with your your, um, wand. Okay. 
Yeah, no, I, think I don't so. think there's no mechanic. <laughs> I just made that, that, that seems, up. I'm you sure. might be right. I mean, not, <laughs> yeah, we're playing it on Switch at the minute, and there's there's no real yeah, mechanic. Yeah, well, like obviously that. you can do touchscreen on the Switch. Yeah, so it would make sense to do that, wouldn't it? But it, yeah, mm. but I don't know. Um, are you playing Years One to Four as well? Yeah. Is that what yeah. you've played? I mean, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll just give you like where I am at the minute because I'm. I'm yeah, on, yeah, go for it. I'm on year three. I've got to Prisoner of Azkaban, which um, is yes. a lot of people's favourite movie and one of mine as well. But um, here's the thing with these games, uh, and I found these. I find it quite repetitive, actually. I find a lot yeah. of the puzzles are just the same, and you're more playing it actually to see uh, the Lego Lego humour. And their mm-hmm. interpretation of these films or like these characters that you've seen in certain things is almost yeah. like a oh wow that's quite funny. But like in terms of actual gameplay, um, I could take it or leave it really. And yeah. I don't know whether you it, whether you had the similar experience with this particular game or whether yes, yeah, I would say Harry Potter got boring. Yeah, it wasn't super boring we'll come to the game that's super boring in a minute <laughs> yes because um, one of them was just not fun yeah i think we've both, we've played, both it. played it yeah um yeah just not yeah. fun um i found it got really repetitive the harry potter one i feel like there was too much stuff to smash up like i really enjoy smashing things up or getting in games, all the coins the stuff you sm- yeah, yeah, to get all the coins. And I, weirdly, I'm not a completionist, but in these games, I was very keen on collect, like the collectibles are red bricks. Um, there's there's like, those little uh, mini kits. Yeah. Uh, and I think the occasional gold brick. Yeah. And then if you get a certain amount of coins, you can unlock certain characters and things. Um, and I think that Harry Potter, it was, the collectibles weren't as fun. Mm. And I just remember like being in a classroom and having to smash every single desk and just, just, I just was like, oh God, I'm really bored of being in classrooms now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I did really enjoy it. But as you say, I think the cut scenes were better than some of the gameplay. Oh yeah, definitely. Because they didn't vary it enough. But I don't think that was the case with the other ones that I've already mentioned. Mm. Certainly, I found Batman and Indiana Jones like really super fun. Yeah. Um, and I remember just thinking, oh, it's really cool that, that I can do that with this character and I can do that with that character. Because um, obviously, as you unlock more characters, you can then go back to levels you've already done and some characters can climb a rope and some characters can use a grapple hook and some characters can smash a wall. Like, mm. it's one of those kinds of games where you're going through levels knowing that there's things you need to come back and uh, unlock with, okay. a different, with a different character combination. Yeah. So that's fun and it's fun seeing how those things play out and how they're animated um one of my one of my other favorite we oh the lord of the rings one it's amazing mm. i didn't play uh lego pirates of the caribbean i don't think like i've got a feeling i have played it but i definitely didn't own it yeah so i don't remember that but i also sort of weirdly do but um i don't i don't remember buying it is but, this um, a, a bit of a the mandela lord effect of the rings. yeah maybe <laughs> i don't know but I might have played it on someone else's DS or console. Maybe, like a maybe, bit. yeah. Um, but the Lego Lord of the Rings was amazing and mm. arguably the best Lord of the Rings game ever made. Really? Yes. Oh, it's what? so good. And I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan, as I know you yeah. are. Yeah. 
it's so good. And um, I was listening to another gaming podcast yeah. called the Backpage Podcast, which I highly recommend if you're if you like games, they're they're great. And they actually did a roundup of all the best Lord of the Rings games. Did they? And they they, they also they started talking about the Lego <laughs> games. I didn't even think they were going to mention them. And then when they were like, actually, we think the Lego Lord of the Rings is the best Lord of the Rings game ever. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, yes, I totally agree with you. Oh. It's so good. Mm. So the reason I mention it at this point is because the the gameplay in that is really varied, and also the way that it it adds another layer to to the films mm-hmm. is in the humor and just almost the epicness of it even though it's a lego game it's just so good yeah. and the music and everything it's just such a perfect um lord of the rings game yeah. like even though it's a arguably a silly lego game it's that's really quite good. interesting actually because um yeah. i played quite a few uh lord of the rings games actually and some of them i've really enjoyed um, we, we, yeah. we might have to come back to that topic at some yeah, point yeah I, I think if we could get hold of it i'd love to play it again yeah. Um, and there, there was also a, Lord, a Hobbit game, and they only did um, episodes one and or episodes the first two films in the Hobbit game. It sort of went up to Smaug, but yeah. they never made the last instalment because I don't think it was very successful. However, Alex and I played it and we loved it. Mm. We actually had this on Xbox, so we, it was a different experience to when I was playing these all on. DS, mm-hmm. but the uh, it was so funny my goodness like you'd come across like an elf and it'd be like what is a potato <laughs> <laughs> just like is that a reference to a like, bit of um, pop culture potato. there <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny Boiler, but they were just so... in the stew. <laughs> yeah, yeah right but just um what i loved about the hobbit one i don't think any of the other games were as funny at was it was so camp and because elves are pretty camp and like there was like this camp blacksmith that was really funny that was like it was like a it was kind of it was a blacksmith with like a flowery apron on if i remember (laughs) rightly like with a beard (laughs) and it was like uh, looking for its partner or something and it was like he'd gone to the woods he said hasn't come back he hasn't like it was just i don't know i can't do it justice but it was just so funny the voices were so funny Mm. they were all just really flamboyant yeah (laughs) just these funny like (laughs) dippy sort of theatrical elves i just really found it really funny um and we really enjoyed the gameplay in that sounds like like this is one of those ones where the game was actually better than the film (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, probably yeah the film actually let down the game that's probably why it wasn't very popular because who cares about the hobbit it's not lord of the rings is it yeah Yeah. but i i still really enjoyed it i had a lot of fun with it um but yeah so why do you think you if you haven't enjoyed them as much as i have why do you think you've played a few well, things you played more you, than yeah i mean the one play, we, the we haven't discussed yet one. was the jurassic park one wasn't it oh, yeah we yeah. haven't really touched on that but i think um that's probably worth mentioning because i think that that game is actually horrendous it's so yeah, poor. it's not good that was 2015 uh lego jurassic yeah. world it re- really yeah. really poor i don't know what it was about it but it felt really cheaply made as well like some of the characters voices were literally just a cut of audio from the film and just pasting. You can hear the background. Yeah, it stuff. didn't work. Yeah, and it's it? just yeah, very, I agree with you. Uh, very boring, very uninspiring. Um, 
So I think the reason I'm not enjoying them as much as maybe you are is because I think the only thing really driving me in terms of the game is actually the humour. Like, it almost feels like Mm. a chore to get through some of the levels. And maybe it's just the ones that I've played. But um, similar to you, with the Harry Potter one, it was just a case of I was smashing stuff up. Uh, stuff up to find an item and it was just like oh the next level smash stuff up to find an item do a spell to find an item to put it like there wasn't much um much variability in terms of like the puzzles they were very samey puzzles which i guess i mean you're making a game for kids aren't you you don't want them to think too much at the end of the day you want something that they can play through quite enjoyably um and i think yeah with with that in mind it makes a lot of sense but yeah, I think for me, and because I'm playing it with my partner at the minute, um, I think for us, it just became a bit too repetitive. And it was fun to play at first, but it did get to a point where, uh, sadly, we just stopped enjoying it. Yeah, I totally feel that. Um, but picking up from what you said, I mean, it's a great, two, they they are great two-player games, is, has been my experience since moving to playing them on the Xbox. That's um, that's one thing that we've not been able to take advantage of for some reason with um, our Switch controls, actually. No, that's a good point. Um, mm. For some reason, we aren't able to use... You know the little detachments that come off of the Switch? We aren't able to use those yeah, for the multiplayer. We'd ha- yeah, we'd have to actually get a new controller, apparently. Um, oh, so that's a shame. So is, is, are they just broken? I mean, they're, they're no, not... No, we just love can't... the Switch. They're just not yeah. that well made. No. No, they're not broken. It just won't allow us to play the game in that way. It just wants two controllers for some reason. Seems really bizarre. That's really yeah, I, weird. I know it is. We, we haven't managed to find a way to get it to work, so... Unless, I mean, unless I haven't played a, these yeah. games on the Switch, but all other two-player games on the Switch, you just normally, when you start the game up, just sync both controllers. Yeah, we've tried. That, that is Un- unless there's something, I mean, this is the other thing. We've had a few bugs with the game as well. Mm. Um, one of them, basically, uh, we got stuck in Snape's classroom and the thing that was meant to let us out, like just didn't exist in the game. Anymore. Oh no. It was a, it's like a quite well-known bug and you um, have to do some sort of uh, way around it to like fix it. So yeah, there's, yeah, that's, that's the other thing. Yeah. There's, there's been a few times like that where you're just like things that should be simple and work just seem to have not. And it's not something that I think has affected everyone, but there's definitely, um, you know a forum dedicated to uh that glitch so yeah yeah that's really that's really um interesting you say that because i didn't have i don't remember any bugs at all Mm. back when i was playing them on the ds but when i was playing the games on the um xbox the first game i played on the xbox was um lego marvel superheroes which i Mm. got yeah, which, as I said, was the first game that Alex and I played together on the Xbox. And that was beautiful. So I just wonder whether it's like um, with the newer consoles and the newer engines, the games yeah. are more demanding, like visually and in terms of uh, action and motion. Yeah, maybe. Capture. And maybe. so then there's more bugs. I just don't remember any bugs on the older games. But obviously, they weren't as polished as they are now. Because playing, feel, yeah, feel like Lego that's... Marvel superheroes, like yeah. the gloss on their helmets and stuff. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And just, um, just by interesting. All reports, this new Int- Star Wars game looks great. Yeah. 
just interestingly and slightly off topic with this though but do you, have you noticed that modern games tend to be a bit more buggy and get patched further down the line like um I'm playing Fallout at the minute and I've not actually upgraded it, but like, um, sorry, updated it, I beg your pardon. And you can see characters uh, spawning in. It's quite funny, actually. I mean, those massive open world games, you know, you understand why there's bugs, right? Yeah. Because they're huge. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's putting those engines under every stress possible. <laughs> like, they're huge. And mm. I do understand with huge open world games why there's bugs and why patches exist and things like that but for smaller games it seems to also be the case Mm -hmm. um and and maybe this uh speaks to the pressure that developers and studios are under to deliver games to maybe unrealistic timetables and tt who made these lego games is no exception at the beginning of this year there was an article released about the really bad crunch culture that's at TT Games. Do you know what that is? No, I don't I don't really understand what crunch culture is, actually. So in the gaming industry, uh, they refer to the sort of high-pressure deadlines um, and the working environment that, that basically needs to exist in order to meet those deadlines as crunch culture. So yeah. basically, it's not dissimilar to what we as performers and, and artists would go through where you're expected to just work until it's done. Um, But this is a really specific thing to games where the deadlines and the targets for certain things being developed and completed are unrealistic. Mm. And so there is a lot of pressure on workers to just be working every hour that they're awake, taking things home with them, staying in the office to get things, to get bugs ironed out, to get stuff rendered, like whatever it takes basically is the Mm. culture in a lot of, um, in a lot of studios. And TT, a lot of people came out saying that the crunch culture at TT was one one of the bad ones where it was basically like, suck it up, just do your job and suck it up. This is just how it is. Um, And I think in the last year or so, people have been really vocal about this and that it's an unsustainable model and that, Mm -hmm. you know, the marketing people and the people producing these games for whatever reason are like here's when the game's coming out but without really getting the input from the devs and the people actually making the game um how long it will take and every time they do meet those targets um then the next time they think they can do it in that short amount of time again so it's like it's a self-perpetuating problem yeah yeah oh that sounds awful yeah, absolutely. But I do think that, that this sort of urgency to get games out at the original date, like rather yeah. than pushing it back if it needs it, has yeah. meant that there's been games in the last few yeah. years that have really suffered for that. I mean, yeah. Cyberpunk, I mean, uh, prime example, yeah. right? And that was, <laughs> I think that had one delay. It got delayed a bit, but it could have got delayed like another year. Yeah. Console release. Like. Yeah. Um, and I do, I do feel like there's a correlation between that pressure to get games out in certain windows of the year mm. um, versus what actually needs to be done in order to iron out bugs. Mm. I think as well, it's a symptom of, of the way uh, games can be um, patched now, though. Like, I guess before you released a cartridge or something, 
Yeah. That's it. That's your yeah, game. That's you're, you're screwed. Whereas now you could be like, I'm just going to download this bit. Ah, uh, look, now everything's a little bit better. And then it's we'll okay. You'll get an update yeah. in a week. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the sort of, yeah. Yeah. Which I, I, don't, think... I don't mind, to be honest. I mean, I'm not someone who goes out and gets a game immediately. Um, yeah, I'm quite happy yeah. to wait for things. I mean, I'm, I've still not got a PlayStation 5. I will get around to it. But for me... I there's mean, still can't. things that's the thing oh yeah yeah of course like, the you, demand you is so high <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i'm like i'm not i'm under no um feeling of of like i'm missing out on anything because yeah. i still there's still games for playstation 4 like when the time's right i'll get one that's that's kind of my my thing so yeah, yeah same with games i'd rather wait and enjoy them when they're a bit more polished if they are yeah. having these kind of issues um but yeah yeah just going back to uh the lego games um yeah it just seems like there are these issues with it as well and it, yeah i guess it doesn't feel yeah too I too mean, polished and mm, yeah when, um, when i played them mm-hmm. i all of those earlier ones that i mentioned what as you said i mean i had a little cartridge for my ds mm. and so i didn't have any problems of either streaming the game or playing something that's downloaded from the internet or playing something that's been uh you know designed for one platform and then modified so it can be played on another so that these are all variables aren't they and and one thing that's really sad about these games is you just can't get hold of them anymore like a lot of these older games i played i'd love to play again you just can't really get hold of them anymore Uh, really so they're not even like available on steam or um through platforms such as i think some of them are just not available anymore when i last looked certainly on any platform i've got now like it would be really nice if all of them were available on Switch, but I don't believe that they are. Yeah. So um, I would, of course, double check that. But um, yeah, I don't think that they are. And it would be nice to go back and play them. But then you've got to remember with each round of like technological development, those games need to be able to work on the new systems. And yeah. Not all systems. I mean, PlayStation's a great example. Like backwards compatibility ain't a thing for Sony. So yeah. You know, it's like, it's just the sad sort of truth of how some um, companies and consoles want to sell you games. That sometimes yeah. you just can't play certain old games anymore. Um, Give it a few years, someone make, someone will make an emulator of a PlayStation 4 and then you can play everything <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, with the way technology is going, I mean, the other day I was, I was in a bar in Southampton playing a Super Nintendo emulator with hundreds and hundreds of games on it. I was like, yes. this is so cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least, yeah, Nintendo have done some, haven't they? And they've yeah. got, obviously, their online um, uh, platform where you can play some old games. But yeah, it's... I think that's a sad thing as gamers, like we, especially with consoles, like Mm. there's a lot of games that we'd like to just dip back into and you don't want to have to go and buy like a whole new, like mini snares in order to play it or like um, play necessarily, buy necessarily a whole new game. Like having backwards compatibility is so nice if you just want to dip in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Nintendo have done it for some consoles, but not for all. And then Xbox are probably the the best for that. You yeah. can, I can still play a 360 game on my Xbox Series X. And I think that's yeah. pretty cool, actually. Yeah. But yeah, everyone else doesn't really care. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. <laughs> but like, yeah. I, I, I am sure like as technology moves on, I mean, 
I couldn't play a Super Nintendo game for like God knows how long without a Super Nintendo. Now yeah. you can just go on online and like there's emulators that you can use for things like that. So yeah, you'll be surprised. I think that technology will move to a yeah. point where you can play. I can play. Hopefully, yeah. I can play Lego Lord of the Rings again. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Um, and I'll so definitely yeah, love I to give that a go. I'm like I've not really fallen out of love with these games as such mm. but we did play um a couple of years ago the star wars the force awakens game which was um rooted in that first new film which we've already discussed which you're not as much of a fan of as i am but i enjoyed it no. uh, i particularly enjoyed bb8 because yeah. he's like the best droid uh and um yeah i quite enjoyed it but that game for me after a while was it just got a bit boring so really? we bought it when it first came out so we like alex bought it for us because we both enjoyed playing the other games so much we've played yeah. Mar marvel superheroes and um the hobbit game together really enjoyed both playing them as a two-player as well really really fun and um we yeah the the star wars game like was really good and they introduced some stuff that they picked up on with this game as well where there's certain levels which had like a almost like a first person shooter feel to it so you would like lock on with a gun and sort of mm -hmm. be taking out things and there was a lot more flying and and stuff as well in this so you you were operating spaceships um some kind of like land speeder thing as well if i remember rightly um so there was other ways of playing it wasn't just the kind of platformy um levels that's in mm. a lot of the other games um but i just got really a bit bored with it and and that's the only other one like apart from jurassic park which bored me straight away literally straight away yeah straight i think away. i was like two or three levels in i was just like, and why i don't I get why this? because dinosaurs are great lego dinosaurs come on just but, it just feels like there wasn't much effort put into that one yeah, and, and i, I hate to say that but it really feels good, like right do you reckon the, the new one the new i didn't film, quite i didn't mind on, the new one i didn't actually. No, i just i, I didn't thought it was think all right. it really had a story yeah i didn't Fair yeah enough. i don't know i don't know why that didn't work it should have been great like lego mm. dinosaurs should be fun but yeah, yeah the, the the um the force awakens one was really good and they had this really cool thing where you could hop from different planets and go back on yourself and stuff like that. Um, but it just, I just didn't finish it because I just got a little bit bored. It felt yeah. repetitive after a while. Yeah. That's what I think the risk is with these kind of games mm. that are really typically aimed at children is just, you're, you're Repetition. probably, yeah, exactly. You're so used to something with a bit more challenge and progression. Mm. Whereas if you want a kid to stay interested, they have to feel like they're able to progress. Um, no disrespect to children if they're like, no, we're intelligent, really. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I think kids like repetition. It's it's sort of designed for them because they learn by doing things again and again and again and trial and error, um, which is why a lot of young children will watch the same film again and again and again and again. But um, for us, yeah, I think that we need a bit more variation it not only in gameplay but in difficulty as well so yeah i agree with you well i guess okay with with all this in mind who would you recommend um the lego series of games to then yeah that's a really good question actually um obviously you and i have articulated different things that we like and don't like about them um mm -hmm. i really think they're great for family play 
So yeah. if you've got a mixed generational household and also I'd say a mixed um, game ability household or game interest yeah. household, I think, as I said, um, the Marvel Superheroes game is the first game Alex and I played together and Alex hadn't played a video game since he was like 18 and he was probably about 37 or something <laughs> at that point. So... Um, it's a good game for people who don't think they like video games, but do perhaps mm -hmm. like those franchises that the Lego um, games cover. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I agree, to be honest, as well. I could imagine, like, if I had a little one or something who wanted to play games, it's a game that you can get involved with as well as an adult. Um, and also, like, the co-op um, aspect of it is good. I feel like it's going to be more enjoyable playing with someone. I mean, even though I said about the co-op thing, like we didn't manage to get the two controllers yeah. to work, um, we like Beth and I still took it in turns to play, and I think it was a, l a lot of the reason we were carrying on as we were is because it was something to do with each other, and we enjoy each other's company more as more as opposed to the game was making us be like, oh my god, I can't wait to see what Harry Potter does next. Yeah, I sense. agree with you. I think. <laughs> The switch from playing to, from DS onto Xbox definitely um, made it less of an immersive one-player experience because you don't get mm. the sort of interactiveness of using your hands and blowing on things. But um, <laughs> but on the Xbox, the two-player function works really well. And I really enjoyed that. And also we're laughing at the jokes together. So it feels like quite an easy game to play as a couple or as mm. a couple of mates yeah and also something we like to mention here on my turn podcast totally fine to play while you're a bit tipsy <laughs> <laughs> i think every time i played harry potter i'd had a few drinks so yeah does make it a bit uh, drinking makes everything fun it definitely doesn't. No, but it doesn't. Yeah. But, but, but I think that's something that um, a lot of video games that we, we really enjoy are going to be too challenging if you've had a few mm. drinks. But this game feels quite social. And if you are playing it with a couple of people and you have a couple of drinks, it, it still works because of the repetition mm. and the lack of challenge. Um, and also because of the humour. I mean... <laughs> because of your lack of brain cells. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. we recommend it for all of those things that we've just covered, I'd say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Children, families, and alcoholics. Uh, why not? All together. Um, do you think you'd pick up any of the other games in this franchise after yeah, this conversation? Yeah, like, I don't... I don't dislike them. Mm. I don't hate them, but I'm just not... I don't take them very seriously, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I could pick one up and be... It's quite easy to pick up mm -hmm. and start playing, isn't it? But I feel no... Um, yeah, I feel I feel like I'm not... Um, oh, what's the word? I, I don't feel like a mandatory need to finish it. Mm -hmm. I Like I am with Far Cry 6, I w desperately... I'm so invested in it. I desperately want to finish Good old it. Daddy Rohan. Whereas these, like, I get halfway through and I'm just like, don't mind if I never play it again. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel you on that. And I think with, with the games I played on the DS, I finished all i completed all of them the only i think the only mm. ones i didn't complete was uh jurassic park for reasons we've already discussed and um we didn't play we didn't complete the force awakens because i got bored and then alex sold it yeah um i've completed all the others but what i haven't yeah. done is gone back and got every single trophy whereas back on the ds games i think i did platinum a couple of them 
Mm. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's dedication. Again, like, I didn't have as many games to play in those days. And I was traveling a lot. So I had my DS on me a lot. And so sometimes you're just bored waiting for a train. And you're like, well, I might as well go in and try and get that gold brick. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a different way of playing games, I'd say. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but I I know what you mean. Like, there isn't... I think with this newer game, it's meant to be huge and it's it's more of an open world. So you can go off <gasps> and do side missions and stuff. Yeah, which I do want to play oh, it. Oh, now that is, yeah, now I'm, yeah. I'm a bit more interested. I'd, yes. definitely, I'd give it a go, definitely. Yeah, and they've got a lot more, they've taken a lot more from um, first person shooters and different sort of gunplays and combat systems. So it is mm. different enough from what I've heard to keep you interested. Um, but, I I don't think I'm going to pay full price for it, but in pre- with previous ones, I have. But I think mm-hmm. because it's another Star Wars one and I've played like three Star Wars ones already, four Star Wars, mm. three or four? Three or four Star Wars ones already. I'm like, um, if it was another franchise, I might have gone in straight away, but I'm just going to wait for the price to drop a bit, I think. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Well, I guess that um, brings us to the end for today then. Yeah. Been good talking about some uh, Lego games. Lego games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, let, let us know what you think, listeners, um, whether you'll be diving on in, whether you've already dived in, in fact, to the new Lego yeah, Star Wars game. Yeah, it's out, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Came out this week. So, yeah, let us know what you think, um, whether you think these games still have a life or whether they've run their course, because that's another discussion that... Um, Mm. you could have whether it's just tired now like doing a lego version of something because there were so many um yeah i mean i'm i'm definitely going to play more i was excited to see this one come out um after quite a delay so yeah we'll see how it goes but thanks for tuning in <laughs> thank you very much have a lovely rest of your day <laughs> have a great day and catch you next time Bye-bye. bye bye bye